Hi everyone, this is Prasha Dutra and welcome to Daily Brilliance Voice Notes, the podcast. And today I want to address a very important topic of how to improve your relationship with your partner. How to actually go from feeling stuck in your in your relationship or feeling like you're not heard in your relationship or feeling like you're not fully satisfied with where your marriage or your partnership is going to feeling confident and approaching relationships confidently especially the intimate ones especially the most important ones as like your domestic partner and whichever capacity that's in whether it's a boyfriend girlfriend or uh, a spouse however whatever relationship you're in right now how to confidently approach it and make the best out of it and lead the relationship in a way that it shapes into something incredible something that you're really proud of and something that really serves you in other areas of your life in fact in the book think and grow rich napoleon hill talks about 31 reasons why somebody fails in their life and in their um, you know worldly endeavors and one of the reasons is marrying the wrong partner one of the reasons is not being able to have a successful relationship can lead to failure in other areas of your life too. So my hope for you is that you've married the right partner or you've chosen the right person for you. If you think you've chosen the right person for you and if you think that it, there is a chance to work on this relationship and make it even better and then if you think that it can really contribute to your overall success, then please use these simple techniques to start approaching your relationship with more confidence and more authority and simply lead it in a direction that satisfies both of you in the long run that feels right for your family and so let me share this with you because a lot of my clients talk to me about their personal relationships because my coaching is holistic it talk, we talk about all areas of of your life one of the things that keeps coming up is how do I improve my relationship? How do I not fight with my partner? How do I stop feeling irritated? Or how do I convey to them what I really want from them versus always getting disappointed by their actions? How do I feel loved and supported? And what are some ways I can deal with my personal relationship, especially the the one that I share with my life partner or domestic partner, right? And so it has been coming up a lot this week, so I felt like I should definitely make an episode on it. So let me share these simple such, such solutions for you. Um, so the first one is to take this quiz. It's called the Five Love Languages Quiz, and it's an amazing tool. It's totally free, and all you have to do is say Five Love Languages and just search that on you know Google, and you will come up with this. It was actually developed by a um, relationship psychologist and it's really really powerful I really would love for you to check it out and you know the book on this topic is written by Gary Chapman who also invented the quiz you really want to check that out if you want to learn more about improving your relationships I've personally not read the book yet but I've taken the quiz and it's super powerful so take the quiz with your partner and this will help you understand their love language it'll help you understand how they express themselves and how they're actually showing you on a daily basis that they, they actually love you it's just the language that they're speaking doesn't match the language that you're expecting because the way we love is the way we expect to be loved back and this is where a lot of problems happen so in my own marriage what was happening was my husband doesn't like to give a lot of gifts so he his love language is more about quality time and you know his his love language is about touch and 
feelings and all those things. However, my love language is materialistic. Like I would love to get gifts and flowers and all those different things and big gestures. And so when he wasn't speaking my language, I thought he doesn't love me. And that's not true. But once we did the quiz, we really got clear about how I express my love and how he expresses his love. So we decided to meet ourselves each other in the middle. So that means I'm going to do something that is in his love language and he's going to do something that is in my love language so that we both feel satisfied, we both feel loved. And then when he's not doing things in my love language, then I understand that it's not from a place of spite, it's from a place of just communication. It's like just a different language that he likes to speak. So this is very important so that you both can interpret each other better and you can improve, you know, how you talk to each other um, through different ways. So this is your first, first advice, first tip that you want to do. The second tip that I would invite you to try is having a date with your partner, a check-in date. So you can have a weekly, monthly check-in where you are actually talking to them about a feedback. So you're basically asking your partner to rate you on a scale of one to 10. And they can rate you honestly on a scale of one to 10. And whatever that number they come up with, this should be a safe time to for them to express their concerns and for you to express your concerns. But both of you should be on the same page with this exercise. You better do this. Um, you know, if my clients are doing it, I always like to be, you know, involved in it and, and guide them through the conversation so that they are able to express themselves better. But if you are doing it alone and you don't have guidance, um, like a one-on-one coach, then just make sure that you both understand the, the purpose of it. The intent of the exercise is to basically give each other a chance to seek feedback. And to improve. The intent is not to fight. The intent is not to point fingers. The intent is not to blame each other. The intent is not to feel less. It's not to demean one person or the other. The intent is simply to get on the same page and to improve yourself in the relationship. It's just like work. If you get a constructive feedback, you better be willing to do the work. So go into these conversations open-minded. Make sure you set the intent right. You lead the conversation with the right intention. And when you get the feedback, don't push it. Don't change it. Simply accept it. Take deep breaths and accept it. Make notes and be like, okay, you know, here's how we can work through this. And it should be a two-way street. So if you're accepting feedback very well, they should be able to accept the feedback very well too. So this is my second advice to open up a feedback situation, you know, a feedback conversation where you're both able to give each other some pointers on how we can do better in this marriage, how we can do better in this relationship, how we can actually continue to make progress forward. And number three, have shared goals, right? So a lot of couples have sometimes will end up having separate goals and they're trying to go in two different directions. But if you both can sit and somehow create common goals for your family while you have separate goals, this will bring you together. This will make you into a team. And every time you're approaching um, another goal, you're able to do it together so that you don't have to do something alone. Whether it's making more money, whether it's having kids, whether it's, you know, traveling more, whether it's, you know, anything that you're wanting to do more this year, include your partner in the goal setting process so that they can support you. And it goes vice versa. You want to support your partner too. You know what I mean? So having some common goals, at least one to three common goals for a year, gives you both an opportunity to spend some time together, to work on something together, and to re- 
recognize that we're a team and we're working towards the same thing. So many times the biggest issue with relationships is that we're working against each other. And that's where the issues start to crop in. That's where you start to pick away and chip away at the relationship. You want to make sure that you're always bringing both of you together as a team and working towards common goals, even while working on separate goals in individual and personal lives. So allow for more cooperation, work on common goals as much as you can, act like the leader of the family and lead your partner into doing more things together and get to learn about each other, right? Finally, just the last thing I would say is that if all of this doesn't work for you, please talk more, right? I'm sure you've heard this many times, but communicate from a place of kindness and empathy. Communicate from a place of deep respect for the other person and at least make time for solid, deep conversations. Not always going to the movies or having dinner without, you know, while, while looking at your phone or always doing separate things from each other. Like, none of that is going to strengthen your relationship. Uh, my mom was recently on our Sunday master classes inside the academy and somebody asked her, what's the secret to a good relationship? And she said, relationships are knitted over time. And that was such a powerful word, right? Like knit. Knit means one knit at a time, one stitch at a time, one one thing, one moment at a time. You build something amazing. So don't waste your moments. Don't waste your time. Simply spend time on knitting these relationships, on carefully crafting them and spend quality time with the people you love the most. Communicate openly and lead everybody confidently uh, into a brighter future because I think that's your responsibility as a partner. So please try these tips. If you like them, if you enjoy them, if they work for you, send me a DM on Instagram at Prashadudra. And if you'd like to join us inside the Academy, our March spots are opening up soon. So please book a free epic clarity call with me. The link is in the episode notes. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.